Hi. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But we are here. We are. Me and Tisa. Yes. Kita. Well, no, you just got, you got a lot going on, girl. <laughs> your schedule. Yo, schedule. You got to put us in your palm pilot. Yo, palm pilot. In your iPhone calendar, your Google calendar. We need to book her like two months out. Two months out. Yeah. Shorty is busy, okay? Booked and busy. But anywho, today was a heavy day. Very. Very heavy day. It's a lot going on. We live in the DMV, so it's a lot of violence in D.C., Baltimore. We just had a kid, all of 14, get killed yesterday. Mm. Don't know the young man, rest in peace. Um, everybody knows about the crazy, senseless death of takeoff. And it just sparked. I'm an empath, so it just had me in the mood today. Because the kids at my job can say, Ms. Wiz, did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? And I'm like, yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard. So I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind mm-hmm. for the longest um, is where is the black community heading as a whole mm. um, the violence in our community is at a, a rate that I'm not sure if we don't if we don't figure out how to um, get in front of it start unlearning some behaviors yeah. and some some um, habits and thought patterns, mm-hmm. we gonna be at a point of no return, and I I'm afraid for my child. Same, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have a toddler, so what is it gonna look like for her? Like I feel like I need to be like you know some of the other cultures and st- start taking her to the range early. Hmm. You know, like because it's wild out here. Very. And, and people, we have we have gotten to a space where we one have no accountability. Two, we we don't. It's almost like we don't live in a space of reality. Um, we are not teaching our children how to take um, losses or how to hear no. Uh, I think about the young ladies who are harmed when they just don't want to engage with a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and that reaction that you've seen time and time again through social media, Mm -hmm. if it happens to be recorded or you hear about um, somebody, you know, telling a story about they had in this this encounter and because they didn't want to engage, the reaction was so negative. And I'm just like, where did we go wrong where you couldn't just not you just it's a no. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like or you got something I want, so I'm gonna not only take it, I'm gonna harm you too. Yeah, like I remember being in North growing up, like boys were snatching chains off your neck forever, but they was just snatching your chain, they wasn't beating you up, they wasn't shooting you for they just came and snatched it. You might have got beat up, you tried to fight back for it, but it wasn't like I'm gonna kill you because yeah. I want your chain. The point of people's lives being taken was not, you know, we grew up, um you know, in the, in the crack epidemic. Right. So like, it was a lot of, not, not that was the only reason why people were getting robbed, but, um, you know, drugs had a lot to do with it, but also it was just the nature of, you know, our, our society then, Mm -hmm. right. Our environment then, but it wasn't a lot of like, 
uh, robbery deaths. Not that I remember anyway. It wasn't like, I mean, you might have maybe got beat up or whatever like that, but it wasn't a lot of like, I don't remember a lot of lives being taken because of robbery. Um, but the amount of people getting killed nowadays senselessly mm-hmm. by their brother's own hand mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is outrageous. It is outrageous. It's, it's, I, it's like you said, like if, if something has got to, if, if we don't change as, um, as a community, like, yeah, I feel for, I fear for my children. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's it gonna look like in ten years? Yeah, like it's people crazy. always say, "Oh, do you want more kids?" And I'm like, "Absolutely yeah. not." Yes, yeah, like I already got high anxiety just worrying about the one that I have. So to have multiple children out here, and God forbid I have a son, like you have sons, mm-hmm. like I would, I would be deathly afraid every day if I had a black son. Yep, because the odds are against them in every area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. They just automatically taking an L just because they're black, they're males. You know what I mean? It, they got to work harder than everybody else. Um, they're automatically seen as a threat in some areas, whether they look like it or not. Whether they are intelligent and can communicate, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Before you even open your mouth, you're a threat to me. Yep. So I, I don't know. And then within our own community, right? Like it's it's not safe. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's what happened to you. You you just said a second ago what um what happens to the you know the black community. Like what what happened to us as a community? Mm-hmm. Like what happened to the community aspect of yeah, us? Yeah. The family aspect of us. The I am my brother's keeper. You know what I mean? Like what where is that? I even think about like when I was growing up, like the boys that was like into like the street life. Or whatever, they still had a sense for the people that was in our neighborhood on our block that it was like they are off limits. Mm -hmm. It was a cold. It was a cold. It was was a cold, and 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 these kids don't have a cold. Mm -hmm. There is no cold. You could be my next door neighbor, and I'ma you know rob you or steal your car because I want it. (laughs) Excuse me. Like I don't know why I'm coughing. I remember when I was younger. I never forget. It was something going on in the neighborhood, and one of the boys was like, "Y'all don't need to be outside today." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we got babies, like four year olds, getting shot mm-hmm. because they was outside playing, just being four. Yep. Like it's almost like you don't even like my my old coworker was like, I used to walk five miles with my husband. I don't walk with him anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to be outside. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go here because the parade. They might shoot up the parade or you know whatever. And don't get me wrong, I know y'all. We not doing the mass shootings, but we shooting anyway, and people are getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, what's scarier <laughs> is that it don't gotta be a, a a public place like that, right? It like forget worrying about a school shoot. I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying not worry about school shooting, but we have bigger problems, mm-hmm. right? Um, that are more immediate and um, that are more close to us than the mass shootings that we see, right? Mm-hmm. It's walking outside your door, yeah. right? It's going to get something to eat from a restaurant. It's mm-hmm. going over a friend's house to a party. It's going to a bowling alley, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it's at our own hands. Yeah. It's at our own hands. Like, I don't understand. Like, don't we have enough? I'm not gonna, I hate to say fear. Don't we have enough to worry about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In terms of like, you just said it. What we're, what's, what we're up against. It, it need not to be us. Right. It need not to be our own people. Right. We I need- don't know. 
I don't know where we went wrong, but I don't I, I do know that we need to get into a place where we can get back on track. And unfortunately, you know, I don't think the church is the place that's going to be able to do it. No, it, because I was just thinking about this earlier today. We need more. And I, I'm not saying y'all, y'all know I love I love God. I love God and I believe in the power of prayer, but there needs to be more done than just us being like, well, I'm gonna pray for him. You know what I mean? Like that's powerful. We need that too. But I mean, it's gotta be, I, I really think it's, I think it starts with reaching kids. Like mm -hmm. I, I really think that the need to rebuild a, a community, um, mm -hmm. getting back to the whole, it takes a village to raise a, a raise a kid um, and building that sense of community and, you know, getting these kids into programs and after school activities and extracurricular activities and giving them a, a, um, a, a avenue to express their creativity and to develop, you know, their gifts and things like that. Um, I think that's an, I think that's where we need to start. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I believe in that too, but I also feel like we got to, we got to start being intentional about the things that we're promoting. Mm -hmm. We have to be intentional. And, and there's a level I there's, I've heard many artists say, I'm not your child's role model. I'm not this and that and third, but you're eating off of my child's streams. You're eating off of my child's, you know, watching your YouTube or whatever the case may be. And there's a level of, responsibility we all have a all the way to the top yeah whether Facts. it's the 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 label whether it's the the radio station like this ain't no dig but like, you know some of these stations are black owned mm -hmm. and it's like i know you got to keep the bills going and you got to play and it, there's politics behind it but maybe we don't got to play those songs between certain hours mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we know from three to eight, the kids probably up and on the radio or listening to the radio. They in the car riding. All right, just like it's explicit content and it is and it's and it has that label. Okay, so that get played on the nighttime. What is our need? What is our need to glamorize the negative aspect of our experience anyway? Like, why is it? Why is it that? we try so hard to escape from that environment, right? Mm -hmm. We, For those of us who were raised in it, right? We hate it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's literally, we are, we are striving to survive. We, we make do the best we can, but a lot of people, um, we're, we're, we are fighting to escape it. So why then do we glamorize it by, you know, continuing to promote it in music? Right. Like you said, like we have a sense of response. We absolutely have a sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. Your words are powerful. Um, and you're literally speaking life. Power lies in your tongue. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's true. We all know that. Um, why? Why is it that we are like what sell what we decide to make music about is degrading to 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 us, to us as a people. Right. Like. Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about killing one another? Why? Why is that 
you know, what we choose to speak on. Why are we talking about, why are we degrading women? And, I, and I'm not even going to just put it on men. Why are we, why are we out there talking about what we talk about as women? You know what I mean? Like that's a whole nother conversation, but like <clears throat> the drugs, the, the shaking, the shaking ass, the, uh, mm -hmm. um, demeaning each other the the robbing the killing the destroy we are literally we do nothing in our music but tear each other down why is that i don't know why, is that mean, the, why do we want to do that so it's like i i see it from both ends like you want to tell your story because music is uh, especially rap is like a, a art of storytelling right i get that but after like the first and second album and you got your millions, you're no longer living like that. Now you're on private jets. Now you're so like, why not promote the business side of it? Like now you own all these things. Why are you not promoting that? Or are you not a good storyteller? Ah, you know I, what I mean? So is that, you know what? Because you bring up a good, because at, at what point do you stop rapping about that? Like I, I, I'll never forget when Pusha T put out his last album. I think somebody asked him like, you still talk about, coke and, and stuff like you're not selling coke anymore how is that mm -hmm. still like after all these years like Pusha T was out when we was in high school mm -hmm. so how are we still talking about that you're way beyond it you're you're you have a family why are you not talking about your wife and same thing like, like think about all the rappers that actually are married or have like long-standing relationships and, and families and all of that they're not talking about that they're not glorifying my wife and I just upgraded her ring and this and we they, we not talking about that. Mm -hmm. Hell, even when Jay Z jump on a verse, it ain't all that great as far as the content. I don't know, G. Well, I got yeah, it's a No, I'm saying like it's a great verse, but I'm saying look how long it took him to get to that. He been yeah, making money. Ball, yeah, I mean, but he's he's fifty. But even when Jay. Yo, even when Jay-Z was rapping back in the day, the nigga was still dropping jewels in terms of, like, his mind... Jay-Z's mindset... It must... Maybe that's what it is. Jay-Z's oh, mindset... mindset he was even rapping about... Like, his mindset was still elevated and on a whole nother level when he was rapping early on in his career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um... He was still rapping about like power moves and like, but that that that's because I feel like our generation still value education to a certain degree, mm -hmm. right? Like even think about like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne went to college. Like people don't know that, but like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So like my thing is okay. This group, they if they finish high school, we doing good. And, it, and I'm not saying that, that that measures your level of intelligence. I'm just saying that it does shape your mindset, how far you go as far as education or if you read on a daily basis or versus a person who doesn't read and they just out here doing whatever and they just happen to be talented and they got a whole bunch of money. If the mindset is all, it doesn't change anything. It's just, a, it's just I, I get it. They no. don't kill me. It's like the nigga with money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a man with money and then it's the nigga with money. Mm -hmm. It's a difference. Oh no, it's like it's a it, back to the mindset thing. It's almost like having a mindset of um 
wanting to evolve mm-hmm. and expand past mm-hmm. your experience mm-hmm. and elevate versus I'm just doing this to make a quick buck and I'm rich right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's a totally different mindset. And, ha- and, and let's get real. Half these niggas that's rapping don't even live the experience they rapping about. Right? Like a whole bunch of them is rapping about some not real experiences. It's 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 just so di- it's so different. But I get that we could go on and on and on. I know, that. I know. On and on. Even even down to what rem- women rap about, which I got a whole problem with. But you know, I think I think we need to re- realize and accept uh the truth that we what we push out, um you know, we we have a responsibility to our people. We have a responsibility to um, the people that look up to us, the people that we inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the saying that "too much is given, much is required." Like that. That's a that's a true saying. And our words have power. And as we need to think about what we're out here promoting and glamorizing, uh, because it has an effect, a powerful, powerful effect. Like you're. It is proven that that um, the power that music has to alter your mindset, mm-hmm. like it's, it's it's it is it is absolutely proven. So we really need to think about one what we're out here pushing and talking about, um, and everybody has a responsibility not only to the artist but to the people that's pushing the music, and then also to the people. I, listen. I, people can laugh at me all day long. I don't care. My kids will, there is certain music my kids will never listen to while they are up underneath my roof until they get to a certain age. <laughs> I ain't lying. I am not lying. I guess I'm lucky because, you know, I see like videos of like little toddlers and they already like rapping like city girls and stuff like I that. I wish. And, girl. And here's the thing, y'all. Like this is not a dig on any specific artist because I'm grown and if I want to hear City Girls, I can, but I'm also grown. I also know how to separate, like, a storytelling situation from, like, reality. Like, are there people that live these lifestyles? Yes. Um, but the average person is not, and I get that. But, like, a teenager or an impressionable mind does not understand that, like, no, everybody is not out here scheming. That scheming storytelling that they just did going to get you killed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, no, it, it's not all glitz and glam and I got the bag and I got this and I got that or whatever. I feel like social media has done such a damage to society. Absolutely. Um that it's it's unreverse it's irreversible. And why are we the only culture that does it? Why are we the only culture that does that? We are the only culture that like literally tears the our whole uh the whole entertainment industry. Um and and outside of the entertainment industry, like, you know, social media to how we, like we, 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 us as a culture, like it is a, a thing where we tear each other down. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what, I don't know what other culture does that. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It is sad. And it, it makes you feel like it, it makes you lose hope and like what life is going to be like in a few years Girl. because it's just, it's out of control. Like I remember when college campuses for black kids, if you went to HBCU was a safe haven, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying no violence occurred on college campuses. That would be false. But to, to a large degree, it was a safe haven. And now you getting shot at the college party. Like how many homecomings 
did we hear about shootings happening either after the game or at the party or after the party or whatever like and it's the mindset of the younger generation because we didn't do a good job at steering them in a direction that was positive like they still they go to college and they don't they can't separate the neighborhood and where they came from from where they are and 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 the 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 uh the lack of when we talk about young kids right i think we have a responsibility um to our kids especially black males yo and i know we talk about this a million times a million times i'm gonna keep saying it keep saying it keep saying it we have to teach our children, especially our black males, another emotion than anger. Mm-hmm. We have got to teach them how to identify, recognize in a healthy way to express all facets of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how you end up with somebody ready to pull a trigger because they're angry. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe they have a loss of hope or whatever the case may be. Like, I think that has a big piece of it, a big piece to do with it as well. Well, that's so that's so layered. <laughs> that's <laughs> such a layered thing. Um, you know, I think that we need to. Well, one, I feel like it's it's a it's a lack of OGs. Um, and and I'm challenging the males in our generation because they would technically be the OGs. Like y'all are not involved, even if it's not your kid. Like. Y'all are not involved. I, I hear so many stories of like people who have like brothers and um cousins or whatever, and like they don't get involved with their kids. And yes, it's not your kid and it's not your fault that your cousin may have gone out here or your sister may have gone out here and had a baby with somebody and they're not as involved as they could be. But it's like my uncles was always around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they they were there. And and I know people they don't even talk to their brother or they don't rock with their brother. Yeah. I don't talk to my sister. I don't, I don't do this. I don't do that. And it's just kind of like, mm, what's that about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when when do we when do we start to take back control of our neighborhoods? When do we get so scared of? You know, minding somebody else's business. Yeah, saying something when you see something. I mean, perfect example: the the woman who got beat up on the metro bus mm. still burns. When I say burns me up, and the comments that people left pissed me off. What, what kind of stuff were you saying? It See? was like, I mean, yeah, elders is off limits, but she should have never said nothing to. Them. She wow. should have never said nothing to them. They on a public bus. I I don't know where we lost the respect for elders. Hmm. Like you know, our generation, if we if we walk in your grandmother's house, you're not even gonna say hell or damn. I'm gonna tell you where it comes from. It comes from these these parents out here talking about you better not say nothing to my kid. Can't nobody mm-hmm. touch my kid. Can't nobody say nothing to my kid. And you out here instead of calling your kid out and make them making them accountable for their actions and teaching them that that if somebody sees you doing something wrong, they have a right to correct you. Instead of uh, instead of correcting your child, you're attacking the adult that tried to intervene to help your kid. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where that stuff comes from. That's where because people children mimic what they see, right? Right. It's all learned behavior. Mm-hmm. 
children learn to disrespect elders and disrespect people telling them the truth because that's what they see their parents doing or their caretakers doing. That's exactly where that crap comes from. How many, are you working a school system? How many, I can't, how many stories do you hear about, you know what I mean? I I hear it all the time from teachers. Like they, they call up a parent to say this or or say that. And the parent, instead of their first reaction is to jump to the defense of their kid without even understanding what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think some of that comes from like you hear a lot of stories of like um, people who entered into motherhood or parenthood, not just mothers but fathers too, young, hmm. and the reaction of their parents was very negative, and they may have gotten kicked out. Uh, so there's yeah. like a lack of respect for like that person. So they they sub like subconsciously teach their child that right so because yep. i don't want to say that everybody's out here teaching their kids to be disrespectful because mm-hmm. i don't think that's the case i think that there's a breakdown in the in the black family structure because we have so many broken homes and so many people are stretched to the max yeah if you know if you think about like where systemically we started to see broken homes and then it was the the single parent and then if they get if their child becomes pregnant early, then do you even have the tools to navigate that? And if that relationship is broken, what does that look like generations later? And I think that's what we're seeing now. Yeah. Right. Because you can't have respect for something if you've never seen it. And that's you can't true. have respect for community if you can't even have community within your own family. Mm. Right. So that's what I mean by like it's a state of emergency. And we got to start having conversations with our parents about where things went wrong so that we could correct the things that we are doing wrong and have done wrong with our children so that they won't do it with their children, right? Because there, to be fair, there are some of us who have children now who are almost grown. Yeah. Depending on when you started, right? So if you didn't foster that correctly, there's a whole lot of steps that need to be taken to heal so that we can correct the course mm-hmm. or else you're just going to have a generation continuing that situation mm-hmm. like I don't know where black people got to this oh when you turn 18 I'm done hmm. it's not like that in other cultures some other other some cultures you hear until somebody comes marry you or for it, the females or and it like yeah or in the and then when you get married the parents live with you for like it yeah it's a it is a you're right. It is very different in other cultures. Mm-hmm. It's in terms of community and family. We have gotten to a space where we we have treated um, children like a burden that we need to that we just waiting for eighteen to release. Ooh, that's a whole nother conversation, girl. Oh, but my, it, no, it's, you it's right, part though. of the problem. Yeah. And, and if we don't start there, then where where do we really go? Because if you're only parenting to that release you're not even really parenting. You're almost, it's almost like a sentence. And you think the kids don't feel that? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because I know we say it. I yeah, know we say it. People say it all the time. Yeah. They say it all the time. And it's like, they ain't asked to be here. Mm-hmm. You did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, what you mean? I got to do this or this. Mm-hmm. We 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 have to we have to get into a space where we start one preparing for yeah. children. Two, if we weren't prepared when we had them, 
preparing to make sure that they can be set off into the mm-hmm. world correctly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't just, you can't just keep dumping. We can't keep dumping them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they gone. I'm good. I'm, I'm doing me right. now. Right. What do you mean? They're not prepared. No. If you know anything about brain development, your child is nowhere well, near ready. In their twenties. Yep. 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 Nowhere near ready. And yet, parent, we all know this, right? I mean, we're older now. Like, mm-hmm. you're always a child to your. You will always need your parents. Mm-hmm. Like speaking from an emotional aspect, let yeah. alone you know there's financial and stuff. But like, you will always Absolutely. need your parents. Absolutely. Your job don't stop when your kids turn eighteen at all. But but in in depending on where you're growing up and in the mindset of your parent, it does. Yeah. Or or at least. I don't say that it does because I don't want to say that parents that say that and, and promote that don't care about their kids because that's not the case. I think we have just been um, conditioned, maybe conditioned to feel like okay, you grown, you eighteen, you Our you know, done. my job is done, yeah. and it's not. Mm-hmm. Especially if you know, if you know, you didn't really give them the tools to be successful. Yeah. If all you did was make sure they went to school and you know they struggle all through that and, and, and you struggle with mm-hmm. them through that, you didn't do anything. You just made sure they didn't die every day. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. A big did difference. You, did you provide them with experiences? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you you know, broaden their horizons to, to see different things, to see different options? Did you hone in on a skill that they were interested in? Or because it wasn't something that you thought was what they should do, you didn't even entertain you it. it yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, perfect, I just bought McKenzie some drums. And they was like, you did that? Yeah, she likes music. Yeah. So, you know, you hear those stories of, like, successful producing. They're like, oh, I've, I've been playing the drums. I was four. Mm-hmm. Because somebody saw that you liked that mm-hmm. and they invested in that, right? Yep. If that's what she like, I'm gonna invest in mm-hmm. that. I want her to do dance, but she hates that mm-hmm. shit. So we threw that shit in the trash, right. and now she got some goddamn drums. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not about you, and I think it's we get so us. like into like this, 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 and this, and it's like, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? And it's just, I don't know. It's it's just. We need a whole mindset shift when it comes to having children in our community, mm-hmm. right? From Understanding that they are not ours, but mm-hmm. we are just the vessel mm-hmm. to um, our children are not a burden and not mm-hmm. treating them as such because that's a big problem we have. Like a, a whole bunch of projection we be doing. Like you know, yeah, we need a whole reset, a whole mindset re- reset when it comes to. Um, and I and I want to say this to the, to the single mothers. I don't want you to feel like you're being attacked because you're not. Like I get how sometimes it could feel like just a lot. It is, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it could be very hard to hide that this is a lot, mm-hmm. right? But we gotta be careful about one. Like I said in the last episode, not building community. If you can't build community, then your child can't build community. And I will, t- and I'm, I'm gonna say this uh, to that, to that point. Coming from some, you know, coming from a background where I'm not very close to my, well, one, well, I'm not very close to my blood family. 
Um, and when I had children, it literally was just me and my child. After I got divorced very early on, I had the mindset that I didn't have anybody, but I had to shift that mindset to be intentional about building that community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I may not have had it at the time, but I was like, okay, I need to be intentional about building it because I know it's necessary. Mm -hmm. So that means connecting to the right people, opening up your mouth, putting yourself in rooms where, you know what I mean? There are other moms like you, like whether it be the school, whether it be the church, whether it be your neighborhood, whether it be mm -hmm. your friends, like be and if you got friends who aren't part of your community, right? Evaluating who, if, 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 if you have people in your life who you can't trust and depend on to be a part of your community, then why are they in your life? Mm -hmm. Right? Like mm -hmm. if, if you don't, Feel like you already possess it that's it's not a lost cause or an excuse you just have to be intentional mm -hmm. about building it absolutely and i and i think that you know we we put a lot of uh, i think a lot of people that do like philanthropy philanthropy what is the word i'm trying to say <laughs> Philan Philan philanthropy <laughs> 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 this is about as bad as shorty wig falling off <laughs> No, that joint was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, shit, y'all know what I'm trying to say. The philanthropist, the or whatever. <laughs> I'm tired. The goddamn people that spend their money on other people. Yeah. Yep. Those Facts. folks. We do a lot of like big programming. And I think we miss like the small stuff. Like, what's wrong with like I think they try to tackle on such big things. Like Taraji has a whole mental health thing. That's such yeah. a large thing to <clears throat> to tackle on. But like if you provided spaces and, and and opened up some of these abandoned spaces for single fathers and single mothers to go and mingle with other single fathers and single mothers, you would probably correct some mental health issues yeah, with a large time. group of people yeah. on a smaller scale to affect generations to come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we when we go out and we want to make change, we do it on such a large scale that we miss the mark. Yeah, or we think we have to. Like to your to our point earlier, right? Like if we all just have the mindset that we have a responsibility to each other, that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. If every individual person had that mindset that we all have a responsibility to each other, mm -hmm. that's exactly where the, it starts. Mm -hmm. So that means when you're walking into school and you see a mom who looks sad or you see a dad who looks sad or, or, or they're struggling, right? Mm -hmm. Ask them. Try to put a smile on the face. Ask them if they need support. Ask them, if, you know what I mean? Say something. Reach like when you see something, say something. Like yeah. don't don't have your head down. Don't have the mindset of minding your own business, right? And and same comes, same holds true when you see kids in your community, right? Like get to know, get to know their parents, get to know the children, like have conversations, build that trust and rapport with the children. Yeah. Like, yeah, just having the mindset. We all have a responsibility to each other. And it don't got yes, there are great doing it on a grand scale on a big scale is wonderful but it, it doesn't even have to be that to make an impact mm -hmm. at all mm -hmm. to make a change it absolutely doesn't yeah i think i think we've gotten out of like the small programming which is a, a disservice um when we do it on a larger scale because when it's a larger scale there's a lot more people involved and then it gets it gets lost in translation sometimes what the actual goal is um and i think that we need to try to start small. I think that's one of the issues. The other thing is we got to start checking ourselves. You got to be open to people wanting to help you. Facts. Cause we can say all of that and all that could be grand and people could really start going out there and really start wanting to 
you know, check on the mother that I seen sitting in her car and crying for a few minutes because she just came out the meeting with the mm-hmm. school and she don't know what to do with her kid. But if you're going to be nasty to me and you're going to be standoffish yeah, and I don't need you, you need somebody, you sis. Every, we all need somebody. Bro, you need somebody. <laughs> yeah, facts. I don't care who you are. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Even, even for married people, this is not even just for like single people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you and your spouse don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes we get into these situations where we get, you know, in a, in a relationship, we might get married and we think we want children and neither one of us are children material. Mm-hmm. Like we got to start being honest about are we even equipped to be parents? Do I really want to be a parent? I like the idea of I'm married and now I have a baby. Yeah. Do we ever question why we want children? Like let's start there. Let, let, let's start there. Right. Like Let me tell you something y'all. I wanted four kids, hmm. five, four boys and a girl, and I wanted the girl to be last. I had it all planned out. I was going to start having kids at 24, 25, because that's when my mother had me. Shit. <laughs> you can't pay me. Shit. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I was looking like that. One and done. Right. One and done. And, and, and you know what? Maybe 10 years ago, my answer would have been different. But as an older female, I don't even have a patience for that. Hmm. I don't have a patience for that. I don't have the hmm. money for that. Um, if because because I want to be able to provide my daughter certain experiences and certain luxuries and certain things like that, I can't do too. Yeah. And people probably like, oh, you just saying that because it's you right now by yourself. We can't do too. First of all. You can barely be out here living by yourself without any kids. Okay? Ding, 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 ding. I wish we had that thing. Right. (laughs) Let alone adding kids in it. Like, girl, two people are two people without any children, right? Whether you're married, roommates, whatever. They're just getting by nowadays. Mm -hmm. In 2022, the cost of rent living in this area and many other cities in, in the United States Two people being roommates are just getting by. Mm-hmm. You add kids into that, shoot. You add some boys into that that hmm. eat a lot, baby. Hmm. <laughs> you gonna be asking them to get Listen, a job? I never get when one of my friends told me what her grocery bill was, and I said, "Girl, <laughs> yeah, they be eating ramen every day. Hmm. Everybody have hypertension, and let alone trying to. And then when you add into us knowing better, right? So we're trying to feed our kids mm-hmm. better and all the other stuff. Forget it, like." Yeah, listen. Nah. My bad, y'all. <laughs> this was impromptu recording, by the way. Excuse, excuse the sound defense. It was, it was, it was necessary. It and was I'm necessary. tired, so that's why I couldn't say for lamp, for lamp. <laughs> and you tried to say it again. Dang on it. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna try it one more time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try it one I'm more done. time. I'm done. I'm done. But nah, um, yeah, like. I, I would really love us um, one to start understanding that we have a sense of responsibility to each other and then on the flip side start being open to yeah you gotta be open that to community receive. yeah absolutely and I, I think especially in ladies I'm talking to you I can't speak to the fellas I don't know about the fellas I don't know I ain't mm-hmm. no man but for the ladies cause I'm guilty guilty you know 
I don't always want to take it. Yeah. And I think it's because we have done such a horrible job um, within our own families of gossip, of talking about each other. Well, you know she had to call and ask for money. and You know she had to do this. And, well, I don't know why she doing that. She ain't got shit. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff within our own family. So it's like, I, I'll be broke as hell if I ask you for $5. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff or... I, oh, before I ask you to do this, I you know, because I know you gonna go get on the phone and and talk trash or you know this whatever the case may be, it, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why we do that. It's like, what happened to family being family and like protecting that and and just being there. And if you can't, then mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. But it don't mean that you gotta get on the phone and be like, girl, let me tell you. Yeah, like, and, and why then is it a bad like, thing oh, to need my help. mama told me that your mama said right. that, um, you know, I don't know why you going on a trip because you ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. Why Why is it a bad thing to need help? Like, why have, why has, I mean, well, we know why. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's that's a thing. But, like, let's, let's change that narrative. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we, <laughs> yo, this goes back to the, oh, well, this, this is we can have a whole other conversation of where this comes from, but that but hyper wanna, independence, but, but right? not even that, but they don't want to talk about how they drop their kids off for whole summers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause see y'all not the grandparents that do that, but y'all did that. Mm-hmm. It's kid. It's people in our generation right now who never spent summers with their parents. You That's know, especially lesson, people from lesson. up North. Oh, I went down South for the summer. So you had a six week break. And now you talk about this person need help. Wasn't that help? Mm-hmm. But where do we even get the where, where? I mean, I know where it gets from, but can we can we change that? That we were we were literally born to be interdependent on each other. Like literally, like it, from the from the beginning of civilization, it was about community and literally depending on one another. Mm-hmm. We need to get we need to get back to that and get out of this dumb ass mindset. Of hyper independence, like and then talking about each other, we're so, we're made to depend on each other. But not even that. It, I mean, it, you go deeper than that. We made to depend on everything that's around us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how God created everything. Facts. You, you depend on the trees the to still system. be here, so you can breathe. Yep. We depend on the bees for certain things, mm-hmm. and it's like we can't eat. We we need. We not take care of us. We not take care of our family circle. We not take care of the planet. Mm-hmm. We not take care of nothing. Cause we don't, cause we have gotten so into me, 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 mm-hmm. and we don't even understand how much we rely on everything around us. Yeah. Hell, the water, mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like you got to treat your family and, and 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 things like that like the water, like you poisoning it. Yeah. So my brain is like the water outside. So if every time you get on the mic and you get in the studio, you always talking about perks. You talking about fucking bitches. You talking about uh, you know, whatever, like ass guns. Then I'm poisoning money. your mind. Yeah. Literally poisoning the mind. You know, then then and, and it's not just rappers. I mean, we can get on RB how some mm-hmm. whole albums is about crazy foolishness, nasty sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like my mother would let me buy R. Kelly back in the day because all he talked about was being nasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that kind of thing. You know, like, Joe was like, make your body scream with my sex. But I was all like, right. 
five. No, I wasn't five, but we was yeah, young. Yeah, we was young. You know, like you know, so it's kind of like what 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 we doing? And 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 I don't even think it's anything wrong with talking about certain things. I think it's how we do it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not gonna sit here and say our parents ain't had songs that was like, oh no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. It was the delivery. It mm-hmm. was the the not being clever. It's the not being clever about word choice. It's what you said earlier, being a storyteller, right? There is nothing wrong. What is what is uh Iyana say? Like there is well, she doesn't say this, but there's nothing wrong with telling your experience, right? Mm-hmm. But we all hope to one, what's the intention of wanting to tell your experience? Mm-hmm. Let's let's question that, like everybody from you know. The normal day-to-day person to, you know, the entertainers to the authors, anybody. What is the intention of us wanting to tell our story, right? Mm-hmm. And Yana says, when you tell your story in an inspiring way, then that's how you impact lives. Like, mm-hmm. and it's about storytelling. There's nothing wrong with sharing your experience yeah. because your experience is true, right? But it has the power to shape a life. Understand that, mm-hmm. right? It has the power to impact somebody. Mm-hmm. You're either going to impact it for the positive or impact it by, um, to the negative. And it's about where you put emphasis on in your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So think about that. Yeah, girl. I don't know. I don't know where we need to start, but we we got to do something. We have to take accountability. Yeah, as a people, we got to take accountability. I get we got a whole lot of other stuff going on outside of us, but we got a we we got we have a a what's it called genocide. We have a a serious 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 um issue going on inside of us that only we have the ability to change yeah. because we are at the hand of the issue that's true i mean per, like and I, and i know there are people out here that probably will hear this and and, and they'll have a rebuttal for it they want to do a whole you know pull up peer review articles and talk <laughs> about you know systemic stuff and you know how we placed in the ghettos and this and that third you could be in the ghetto but you ain't got to act like you in the ghetto but the thing is, we all have a choice. That's the thing. Like, I get what y'all saying. I get, I get it. 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 Right. But at, at some point, we have to take responsibility and accountability for mindset. Exactly. It's a mindset because you could live in the four corners of a borough in the city or urban area and in the project, but do you got to piss in the elevator? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cause you, cause you already feel like it's the gutter. <laughs> like, yeah, it might not be the top notch building. It might not be marble floors, but it ain't got to smell like shit every day. It's how you treating it. Mm-hmm. Like perfect example. If you have a kid and you don't never make them clean up their room, then they going to trash everywhere they go. Right. Facts. So it's the same where you live. If you treat your, where you live, like it's a sacred space mm-hmm. and a sanctuary and everybody in the building builds community. Mm-hmm. And understands that this is our space and we treat it as such, then it won't. Yeah, it might not be in the best area and outside of those walls might not be great, but you ain't got to degrade where you live at. Right. Oh, because it's the elevator and not my actual apartment. I don't care about the elevator. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many times I go to New York and I, I might go be visiting somebody and it's like, why do it smell like pee in here? Yeah, yeah. So you telling me you was that nasty and that drunk that you just decided I'm gonna just piss in the elevator? For what? Mm-hmm. You live here. Mm-hmm. You gonna walk your dog down here. You gonna walk your toddler down here. Why? 
it, it's the mindset. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, okay, yes, there are things that have been set up for us to be in a certain position in life and to always be 10 steps behind, but we don't got to treat it like that. And it's, we know that, right? Mm-hmm. If that, if we know that, do we use it as an excuse mm-hmm. or do we use it as motivation? Mm-hmm. It's two different types of people, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, like seriously, like we, we, we have a lot more understanding and knowledge nowadays yeah, than we used before. to, right? What do we do with that knowledge and understanding? Change starts where? Right? With you. Within yourself. Like, at some point, there's a whole lot we have to do. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot that we have to do, a whole lot that we got to change. But the first place it starts is with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, th- I think we just got to do better about how we treat each other overall. We do. We got to do better how we treat each other, whether it's you and a family member, whether it's you and your child's father or mother. We got to do better with how we treat each other. Because you can't go out here and preach to your kid about something and you treat her mother like trash. Mm-hmm. Or you can't go out here and preach to your son or your daughter about something and every time they father call, you calling him a no good, this, that, and the third. You cussing him out. And then you want her to, to govern herself in a certain manner, et cetera, because you mad or hurt about whatever the case may be or he not doing what he's supposed to do. You still got to handle it with a level of grace because you are raising somebody who you want to be different from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it, it's all about getting to a space where we could. I mean, I'm not saying be in harmony because that's just not realistic, right? It's not going to happen, but... How about compassion and understanding? How about a basic level of compassion and understanding, Mm -hmm. right? I automatically, like, if I see you, right? Mm There is some level of, like, you're my sister, you're my brother, right? There's some Mm -hmm. level of understanding of what I understand your plot in life is like. I might not know your entire story, but I, I... Guarantee we have some of the same struggles, Mm -hmm. right? And we're facing some of the same obstacles. Mm -hmm. Guarantee it, right? Like, that immediately gives me a sense of compassion. Right, right. Right? A sense of, I just, I don't understand. um, And I understand that, you know, I'm, I am an empathic, like you, I am an empath. Like, I, 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 like, I'm OD with the, um, empathizing with other people and mm-hmm. feeling other people struggle and things like that. But I, I don't understand how I see somebody who looks like me, um, and want to hurt them. and want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just don't. I, I mean, don't. I don't want to hurt anybody, honestly. But definitely not anybody that looks like me that I know faces the same hardships and struggles yeah, that I my... face on a day to day basis. Exactly. I'm definitely not doing that. Like, especially not <clears throat> intentionally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm not. You know, I'm not perfect, so there may be some people out here that'd be like, "Well, she did it, okay, yeah." Like, I, I'm, I ain't perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got my shit with me too, but I am in a space where I could sit down and talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a space where I could hear and understand your side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we agree on that, of course, may not be the case, and. I don't wish no ill on you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we may not rock with each other, but I don't have no hard feelings or like wish death upon right. you or like 
to cause you, you know harm what I mean? like, and you yeah. know, like we we have we are so far gone in react like even i even think about like some of the tiktoks that i see or like some even like you know how like now that like, gets a thing for like people to do skits and stuff yeah even the skits are like you're deranged you know what i mean like perfect i saw i don't know if it was a skit or not i can't because i sometimes i don't know but I saw a, a video came up on on Facebook because you know how you watch one video and then they you, yeah. you get in a rabbit hole. And it was this lady, she was pregnant, she rolled up to somebody's house, talking about, I know my husband was here, this, that, there, and she had a gun in her hand. And the lady was like, I didn't know he was married, X, Y, and Z, but it was like you was willing to risk it all behind something that one yeah. has nothing to do with her. She don't owe you nothing, and, and and she, you know, two, you didn't even need, you didn't even know the story. But it was just like, where have we gone that that would be your reaction? Yeah. That I'm going to go shoot this woman, and and, and I and, and I'm gonna still be dealing with this man. Or I think about like, um, what's the two? Because I saw a post on the shade room about what's the blue face and Krishan or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Cause you know they always fighting and carrying on, and somebody finally was like, "Y'all are promoting domestic violence every time y'all post this stuff." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like they got a point because it's like they their relationship is so toxic. Like, why are we giving them all yeah, this traction? It's just like music. It's what we it's what we gravitate. They will mm-hmm. always push. Well, understand there's a whole nother agenda underneath of it all. You know what I mean? We ain't even gonna get into all that. But I'm saying there's a whole deeper agenda behind what they push on media, on, mm-hmm. on yeah, media, period. Mm-hmm. But also understand that as long as we're buying it, as long as we're viewing it, as long as we're entertained by it, they will continue to push it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understand that. That's not going to change it. So we change that narrative. Right. And that's why I was telling, um, <clears throat> I don't know what episode I did, but I was just talking about like, how you need to clean up your feed and like, yeah. if you, you know, if you have certain goals and certain things that you're trying to do, like some stuff just cannot be on your feed. Like blogs are like furthest from mm-hmm. what I have as like a, a main thing. And, it, and let me tell you what's so crazy about Instagram now. If you go to a page a couple of times, all of a sudden you're following it, even if you didn't click follow. I know. Have okay. you noticed yes, that? I I'm was... like, I don't follow Shade Room, so why are they popping up? And then I'm like, I'm following y'all yeah. now. Like, I yeah. did notice that with a, a few people. I'm like, I did. I don't remember following this page. Mm-hmm. Not that I be stalking people, but no. But it's it, it's like let's say I see you a reel, and it's from that page, and you open it, and then two other people send you the reel from that page. All of a sudden. That page is now like you're following. Yeah, it. no, I have so you know it's crazy. So it's like you gotta be mindful about going through and clearing out your feed. Like mm-hmm. I just cleared my feed the other day because I was like, mm. at first I thought your content was funny, but like it's sometimes it can be dark. So like mm-hmm. now I'm like, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. see that all the time. Like, okay, good day. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just we just gotta start being mindful about what we entertain. What we listen to, what we're, what we're looking at, yes, what you know, all the things and question like, if you, I, I would love everybody listening to this, right? 
if you find yourself every day gravitating towards a reality television show that is not necessarily highlighting us in the best light or Mm. a blog site or whatever the case may be, like, ask yourself, why am I entertained by this? Like, what am I getting from this? Mm. Like, why is this, why is it that this is what my mind, um, my mind seeks to see every day? You know what I mean? Like, literally ask yourself that. Like, I, I would love I think, to. <laughs> not to cut you off. I think sometimes, I think sometimes it, it gives people a sense of my life ain't that fucked up. Because look mm. You know, when that whole it's T, what's the T yeah. came out, it was like, you know, I feel like that was like a, a push for people who weren't happy where they were. And it was like, well, let me highlight this because look, 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 mm-hmm. they doing worse off than we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, I don't know. Well, that's a good point. So then my next question is, Okay, so you see somebody worse off than you. How does that help you get any closer to where you want to be? It don't. Mm-mm. It don't. But you know, we need instant gratification. Right. So, so that's what it does. Like I'm not it as soothes, bad as yeah, this. It soothes your ego. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually elevate you or get yeah. you any closer to where you want to be, right? Or what your goals are, where your desires are. It does nothing but soothe your ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in all actuality, you don't need to put somebody else down. Yeah. I just feel like we a whole generation of people that need some inner child work. Girl, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like, Line them up. Line them up. You know, I just I just I just wish we could do like a mass Reiki or you know energy yo energy reset. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe we, that's what's twenty. 2023 is going to be for me a whole bunch of how I can help people do some inner child work because you're right you're right you're right about that mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly agree yeah it's I mean think about how many people you know whose childhood was impacted in ways that should never have happened you know they trauma happened as early as five six seven mm-hmm. eight nine ten yeah they got they, they stuck long long they stuck in a long place mm-hmm. from now you know because if you know anything I, I can't about trauma one... you stuck at where you had your, your largest trauma event i can't name one person in my life and i don't mean this i don't i don't i'm not saying it's just to say it and I, i'm i'm dead serious i can't name one person in my life um who would not benefit from doing some deep sitting in the seat of themselves as a child and doing some inner child work. Mm -hmm. Even two people that I could think of are like super, uh, 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 have a great understanding and are introspective of themselves and have done some level of inner child work. It's still a continual process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still a continual process. Of course. I mean, like I never forget. I was talking to my father one time. He was like, Y'all generation is just, and I'm like, y'all mess us up though. And, and and I had to explain to him, I said, you know, when I was growing up and I went to private school, it was maybe 10, 15 people in the class. Seven to eight of those people had a parent that was either on a substance, um, drugs, alcohol, or abusive, or whatever the case may be, like half the class. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Our generation alone, like, when you think about the environment that we grew up in, 
mm-hmm. our generation alone. And then thinking about the fact that we had kids, like, mm-hmm. yeah. and that we weren't prepared to have those kids because we didn't heal from the stuff that we went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not even mentioning, like, most of our parents' parents, when we talk about how when they were kids, their parents were completely emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. Most of them were, you know, whether it would be the dad or the mom were alcoholics, physically abusive. Like, yeah, it just, it, the cycle just continues. And if they wasn't <clears throat> physically abusive on drugs or alcohol, they were extremists when it came to like religion oh, or yeah. whatever the case may Big be. Part. Or very extremists. They, um, you know, got married and, and one person was this and one person was that. You know, you know what I mean? Like you had your mom was this a, a Christian, and your father was a like mm-hmm. all these like extremes. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you don't play cards, don't wear no pants. Like you, you grew up in a house of confusion. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so, and then you had a kid, and maybe not have been ready for, or didn't really know the person you had the kid with, and then that turned into a thing, and then. You didn't know what to do with your kids, so they never went to a therapist because you know black people didn't do no yeah, therapy back in the day. You know, so there's that. We still barely do therapy now, but we we, we get we getting a little better. But we getting better, but you we know, a long way to go. We got a long way to go, and, and you know, I think it's time for therapists to start lobbying around who qualifies for insurance covered therapy that's a whole nother conversation it's a whole nother conversation but it's important it is very important it's important i will say no i'm gonna say this and i know a lot of people probably gonna get mad or not agree um for one i think our healthcare system is a joke right Mm -hmm. absolute joke especially in comparison to what other countries are doing in the healthcare system our healthcare system is a joke But I will say that for, in our country, for our country, um, there are a lot of, um, mental health is becoming a lot more forefront and a lot more important. Mm -hmm. Um, And access to care um, is is increasing. And um, yeah, now they got access, but now we need some of y'all to go to school to be therapists. There ain't enough of us to go around. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you start to, when you start getting people saying, oh my God, thank you for taking my case because they told me I couldn't find one. Yeah. Three months. Facts. Mm -hmm. Those are people that slip through the cracks because they either get weary of waiting or they just say, forget it. I'll figure it out. And then they don't get what they need because there is not enough people to go around to even address Mm -hmm. what's going on. Then there's not enough training for cultural competencies around how to provide therapy to black and brown people and the experiences that they have in America versus the textbook version of what you're supposed to do with a person who is experiencing this, Mm -hmm. this, and this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you didn't go to a school that was Afrocentric perspective and forefront in that way, or you didn't you didn't have the luxury of being under a black therapist at some point in your training, I'm gonna say 50% of the time you're not prepared yeah. to provide therapy to black people, even if you're a black therapist. And I don't care, you can feel how you feel about that. Call your mama. Mm-hmm. I don't care. 
if you went to such and such prestigious whatever, I know they didn't teach you how you were supposed to be taught. Now, if you went out and you read books and you went to extra trainings, kudos to you. Yeah. But if you didn't and you doing basic Sigmund Freud, good day. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. You missing a whole other element over yeah, here. Facts. You missing a whole level of trauma that you don't even mm-hmm. understand that's not even going to be addressed in those textbooks. Yeah. Period. I said what I said. No, that's facts. That's true. Can't nobody debate that. Yeah. I said what I said. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. So, we just got a lot of work to do, y'all. I, I don't know. I don't know where we start. I hope this opens up the conversation. If you if you want to read me fulfilled, fine. Cool. If you got something good to say, let's let's talk about it. Let's get a round table going. Let's let's get some some DMV therapists and, and coaches together. Let's let's figure it out. Yeah. Because we got to start somewhere and the larger scale is not the place to start. I just feel like it is it's a place where people get lost in the sauce. People gonna fall through the cracks because it's it's too big and we gotta start. The on big a the biggest scale. impact I'm telling you is is the smaller and day-to-day interactions. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 convinced of that. I'm convinced of that. How many of us come in contact with us every single day and have the opportunity to speak to speak life into somebody, mm-hmm. change somebody's life, to make somebody smile at, to support somebody, to help somebody? Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah. Just shifting that mindset. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm ending. How did he say we say we gotta leave with love? <laughs> I'm a I'm a that that's what I'm gonna leave with. My 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 two my two senses, like my ask of you guys, uh, is that understand that we all have a responsibility to each other and mm-hmm. that our impact is greater than we realize, and it starts with the small interactions every single day with the people, with our people that we see every single day. Absolutely. Just be curious, have a heart of compassion and a desire to show love, even when people seem difficult. Yes. And be open to change, be open to receive help, assistance. Yeah. Even if even if you don't want the help and you want to get it for yourself, be open to get resources. Be Facts. open to somebody giving you a resource. Be open to somebody handing you a pamphlet and saying, "Hey, I think you might try this out." Whatever the case may be, be open. We gotta we gotta tear some of these walls down. So many of us have built walls for many reasons, whether it's from where we come from, whether it's family situations, whether it's experiences. We gotta. We got to break that down because mm-hmm. the longer we keep the walls up, the longer it's going to take for us to make some changes. Yeah. And, and that's just where we are. So I hope that y'all found this to be um, a thought provoking conversation. I know we jumped around a lot, but, you know, this ain't this ain't no scripted show mm-hmm. and we don't take no notes beforehand. So we- <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You just going to get real raw. And that's what it is. But I hope y'all got what you need. And if you didn't, leave some comments on my page so we can talk about it. If you felt like it was something you wanted us to go into deeper, leave the comments. All handles. Oh, I'm just a mom. You can hit Tisa at Tisa Renee. It's underscore. Tisa, T E S A underscore Renee, R E N E E on Instagram, TikTok, even though I don't, anyway, um, and YouTube. Yeah, I'm about to get rid of my Twitter because Twitter has gotten crazy over the last few few days. So, oh yeah, Elon you know, is taking a while. Wow, wow. 
But anyway, I hope y'all enjoy. Be blessed. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace.